us with the truth. <laughs> Welcome to episode 20 of the I Heard It Both Ways podcast. Um, okay, so we're not wearing headphones right now because we had an issue with our it's... internal things. I hated wearing headphones for like the first two episodes. I know. Now it feels so strange to not have them on. To not hear. Okay. So normally like you hate wearing headphones because you hear your voice as you're talking. Now and I everyone, need to hear it. Yeah. Like it feels it, weird not hearing myself in my headphones because I have them off. It's very bizarre that I didn't think I would get used to it and now I'm used to it and it just feels yeah, like. Yeah. Now this feels weird. It felt weird two episodes to have them on and then now it's like. Oh, they're off? Oh my god, I don't like it at all. It feels like we're not recording because like I can't hear my voice, so I basically am like, well, if I can't hear it, we're not recording. And it doesn't help that our pre and post um conversations about the podcast are like an hour each. And we're talking in the microphone <laughs> with the headphones yeah. on, not recording anything. Yeah, yeah, so this feels bizarre. But uh this is our much anticipated conspiracy theory episode. Uh we didn't want to have a guest because we wanted to get these theories off our chest first before we bring in... We're going to call it a conspiracy theory expert at some point. Yeah, maybe episode 40 or something. Yeah. But now we're 20 episodes in, and we've had several guests on the podcast, and you brought up that we've only had one complaint. One person complain, and it was about the headphones. Like, is... Everyone uses these, and I have to use them, too. Normally, people complain, like, oh, I hate hearing my voice, and we're yeah. like, oh, whatever, yeah. like, no big you deal. You get used to it. It's fine. Whatever. We can turn the headphones down. No big deal. You can say who it was. It was Hope. Yeah. Hope was the one who said that she didn't want to wear the headphones because other people wore them. Yeah, that was the only reason. And so we tagged, we put a picture of her on Instagram, like the picture pack or whatever, and she sent us a picture of her bunion, so we posted that one. And, and we had some weird creepy guy on Instagram, like bunion lover or something. So we hashtagged bunion, and there have been like four or five uh, foot fetish accounts that have like liked that photo and bunion lover shout out him not to be confused with onion boy uh bunion lover commented bunion boy ask, yeah bunion boy commented asking for more pictures of her bunions yeah we did not provide those. yeah sorry and then um out of all of our guests our most loyal guest who's also a listener is shout out scuba steve yeah he listens 24 hours after posted text me about it constantly love it yeah. keep it coming shout out scuba steve all right do you want to queue up something oh, we're also recording in the dark yeah so the because it's a conspiracy theory <laughs> podcast so i said we have to have all the lights off the only light is from our computers and the mixing board yeah it's really a good vibe we have going on right now i feel like so why don't you cue up some dark and ominous music? Oh, it's already playing. Oh, I, is I, it? I started it as soon as you were like, this is our conspiracy theory episode. I started <laughs> playing it. So enjoy that for all the dead air in between yeah. us talking. Yeah. Um, do you want me to go first? Right. We're going to do some big conspiracy theories in terms of like uh, Yeah, length. I mean, we can just, yeah. Do you want to just start at the top of that list and yeah. we'll work our way down? Yeah, we have... Um, 
a few that are like a little bit longer, so we'll talk Ooh, about in it's detail. Raining out. This is just really setting the scene. I the blind, it. the blinds are closed, so you just hear like the rain hitting the window. Yeah, love it. Um, we got some long ones, not long, but more detailed conspiracy theories, and then we have what I like to call micro conspiracy theories, which are just like a few sentences. Some micro doses. Some good, some good ones. Uh, I shout out that's a spoiler alert for one of yours. Um, all right, let's start with the Titanic and Olympic conspiracy theory. Okay. So for those of you who don't know, the Titanic um, was one of three ships built at the same time. The first one was the Olympic, the second one was the Titanic, and the third one was the Britannic. And they were all owned by the same company. Yeah, White Star. White Star Lines. Yeah, White Star Lines, um, which you need to know, J.P. Morgan of... JP Morgan Chase. Oh my god, it's thundering out. This yes. is so fucking weird. Um is one of the owners of White Star Lines. Well. Yeah. So um the, I mean that just t- that touches on the I don't do we have that one in here? Does the, the Illuminati runs everything? That one's not in here. <laughs> no, we it? didn't. Yeah, spoiler alert, we're not gonna talk about that. Uh, we don't want to get killed. Yeah. Everyone knows that. That's just a fact. <laughs> um so the Olympic was I think like what do you say? How do you like when they break the champagne over? What what do you call that when they start the ship? Like they launch it? Oh, the uh, christening. Christening, yeah. The christening was about a year before. Um, I christened thee, the flying wasp, <laughs> and then she busts off the front. Um, you yeah. scratched my anchor. So <laughs> Caddyshack there for you. <laughs> the Olympic was put into service uh, a year before the Titanic and um, collided with another ship like months after Both launching. Both ships were badly damaged. Yes. They collided with the HMS Hawk. Yeah. September H-A- of 1911. H-A-W-K-E. Yeah. Um, the, the HMS Ethan Hawk. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so... It went back. It was dry docked. They were fixing it, blah, blah, blah. Had to pay for damages to both ships, legal fees, all that shit, whatever. Um, While they were repairing it, they took a bunch of pieces from the Titanic and pieces earmarked for the Titanic, put them on the Olympic, and, like, it was basically just, like, a hodgepodge of a ship by that point Um, because it had been in, like – it was launched, and a few weeks later, it was returned um, for more repairs because the propeller broke off, and they harvested a bunch more parts from the Titanic, whatever. Um, so the Olympic was turning into, like, quite the money drain for the White Star Line, just, like, a sinking cost, if you will. Uh, so they just, like, kept putting money into it to repair it, blah, blah, blah. Um, A year later, when the Titanic was finally finished, after being pushed back, pushed back, because they kept taking parts. They kept stealing parts from it to keep the uh, Olympic running. Yeah, they kept taking everything from it. Um, The conspiracy goes that they switched the names on the ship, and there are some pictures online, of course, um, showing the difference in portholes. The Titanic and the Olympic had like two distinct designs of windows on the main deck and then portholes down the side of the ship. Um, very distinct, similar but distinct. And when the Titanic was officially launched for its maiden voyage, its one and only, um, the portholes and windows were exactly like the Olympic. And when the Olympic continued to sail after the Titanic, blah, 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 whatever, um, those windows and everything mirrored that of the Titanic. Mm -hmm. So basically saying that, like, 
when you're this far along in the process, like you're not going to start changing the portholes. Like it's all iron and steel, whatever. Like yeah, you're not that. That's not something that you're just going to be like, oh, we can switch those around real it's, quick. It's not cosmetic, like railings or something, where you're going to just swap yeah, no, those. You're out. like cutting holes in the side of the ship to move that around and patching other stuff. Yeah, you're. You would see patch whole process. Yeah, yeah, a whole process. H-O-L-E. Um, yeah, so you, you would, that's very noticeable. So basically the story goes is that they switched the names, the Olympic sailing under the name Titanic. They knew something was going to happen. I think they were expecting a propeller issue or some, another reason to have to return to port um, and basically cash in on the insurance for that, basically saying like, hey, like the Titanic, it sunk. Oh, my God, it's so weird. It was a perfect ship, blah, blah, blah. Um <sighs> So to add into that, J.P. Morgan, owner of White Star Line, canceled his trip two days before. He was supposed to ride in Titanic to from Liverpool to New York or wherever they're going. Mm-hmm. Um, canceled his trip like two days before. Because yeah, the Illuminati called him and they're like, hey, uh, definitely don't go on that boat. Well, he said that he was sick, <laughs> but he had been allegedly, spo- yeah, spotted in France days later to be in well health, they say. Um, and his wife and children also canceled because of his illness. So, um, you know, read into that what you will. But along with that, he also had seven um, valuable bronze statues removed one hour before the ship left. Oh. Very interesting. Very interesting. And then more interesting is that after the fact, they received a million pounds in insurance money. Which in 2018 dollars, I think was the last time they did the conversion, was almost $90 million. Yes. Yeah. So they basically got the insurance, and I'm sure most of that like went out the window, because I'm sure they had to pay for the casualties whatever some lawsuit back then um but that i so basically they say like they were expecting something to happen obviously i don't think they they were planning they were planning on like something breaking not running into an iceberg so that's basically what it is like they're not saying the captain was in on it or anybody else was in on it or whatever they're just saying that like they knew something was going to happen and obviously didn't think that it was going to be this big of a deal but uh so that's the titanic and the olympic Feel free to dive in online. We'll put some links in the... Um, nautical nautical terms. <laughs> we'll put some links into um, the... Uh, and fun fact is Titanic the movie made $2.18 billion. Less than Avatar, I've heard. More than the insurance on the ship. <laughs> <laughs> well, James Cameron didn't get the insurance policy for the ship so that's why well, oh, oh no, jim he just, he just made a movie instead jim cameron jim oh jim jim cameron <laughs> uh should we move on yeah the death of princess diana is that what we're doing next this is a good one there's a good john mulaney skit about it um I, yeah there is definitely a good john mulaney skit about that because yeah. i was 12 and in wisconsin <laughs> So if you haven't heard that one, um, go listen to everything John Mulaney does because he is like one of the yeah, funniest. Yeah, he's fucking stand-up. hilarious. He has, I think, two specials on Netflix. Three. Or, as of right now. No, yeah, he has two, but they one of them, um, you can get them on like Spotify or something. He has, one of them was like before uh, 
he was like it was just him in a comedy yeah. place or whatever. No, but Very he has funny. like two hour long spots. He is new in town and something else. Kid Gorgeous. Kid Gorgeous at Radio City. Yeah, I was there for that one. Oh no, no, I was at the one. Um, he, I think he has three because he's got new in town. Or is New in Town the one in Chicago? Because so I went to the one in Chicago, and there were, like, cameras there. I'm like, what's going on? And they're like, oh, he's filming this for Netflix, blah, blah, blah. And then it came out, like, a year later. Hmm, let's see. I see our interns looking it up. Yeah, our, our, uh, our assistant's looking it up right now. Uh, so, John Mulaney is a stand-up comedian. Okay, so, and Princess Diana, everybody knows. He was also knows. in Spider-Man. We need to not talk over ourselves because we don't have headphones on, so we can't really tell that we're yeah, doing that's it. True. We need to get back get back to basics. Uh, Princess Diana, aka Princess of Wales, um, daughter of the royal family, blah blah blah. Parents to Prince Harry and uh, what the fuck? What's the other guy's name? This is yikes. Charles, Philip, whatever. One of them was her husband. Harry and Charles. Philip was her husband. Okay. Um, So, Princess Diana. Obviously, we're well-versed in the royal family, as you can tell. Um, Had separated from her husband, Prince Philip, or, like, whatever, um, which was, like, a big point of contention within the royal family because, like, you don't get divorced or whatever um or marry divorced people which was one i was going to bring up okay uh, we'll, we'll, cir- we'll circle back onto that okay after. well so she was dating uh dode alfayed which <laughs> the way john mulaney says his name is so memorable like you'll never hear it another way i can't do it justice so i'm not yeah. even gonna try um but is he was the one who was divorced correct mm, i think yeah i think that's the that was the issue. Yeah. Uh, and also, uh, Princess Meghan Markle mm-hmm. was also divorced, and so we know that one, too. Um, so basically, as the story goes, you know, they, they were being chased by paparazzi in France, and um, they got in a huge accident, and both of them died in the car wreck, and... Um, the medical examiner and everything said that the driver of the car escort whatever the mercedes s280 um crashed and he was under the influence of alcohol and blah 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 and that's the reason why they got in the accident it was the late 90s everyone was drunk driving weren't they i think it was big at the time you know 1997 um don't do that uh so they were blah 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 return a verdict of unlawful killing by driver henry paul um should so mention Henry spelled H-E-N-R-I. <laughs> so basically... So yeah, he's definitely guilty. <laughs> as the story goes, uh, the conspiracy theory goes, um, it was orchestrated by the uh, royal family and carried out by the British Secret Service um, because... So her, the so we're saying that James Bond killed Princess Diana. MI6, yeah. Um, yeah, no, you're right. It was probably Trevelyan. <laughs> 006. <laughs> um, so basically, they're saying that... Um, I don't know if it was Queen Elizabeth or Prince Philip. Either one was not happy that she was dating Dodi Al-Fayed. And basically, um, they arranged for 
this paparazzi mob and this car chase of them trying to escape the paparazzi and the drunk car driver and basically arranged the whole accident um, that he was basically killed um, to put out a warning for the royal family? I don't know. Whatever. Yeah. Um... I mean, it comes back, they're saying that, like, (coughs) Princess Diana was pregnant with his baby, and that was, like, the whole... I think that's, like, the big thing. Yeah. Well, I mean, also, there was... They were talking about how, um... uh, The, like, assassination plans were very similar to ones that the MI6 had drawn up in 1992 to assassinate Slobodan Milosevic. <laughs> so they, they, they've they definitely dabbled in killing people with accidents before. Yeah, and mysteriously, there were like 14 closed-circuit um, security cameras like in the tunnel and stuff had happened, um, but none of them were in working yeah, order and recorded. Allegedly, they were all out of order. Yeah, I mean, 14 cameras all out of order at once. So um, there's that. That's, I mean, that's that's odd in itself. And one of the other members um, reportedly was found dead, and it was reported as a suicide. And then... Um, Another member who would witness it was also found dead of an apparent suicide. Mm-hmm. So, you know, you know how that goes. Yeah. Um, then there was an issue with um, the transport to the hospital. I guess it took them like 90 minutes to get to the hospital and should have taken like 10. Um, the ambulance disappeared for a good chunk of that time i guess (laughs) when they picked them up and when they made it to the hospital so um there's also that um princess diana was also embalmed like almost immediately after um so they couldn't do an autopsy on it um, which would have shown her pregnancy uh so there's that there's also like a book on it. There's a few books on it, but um, I have my conspiracy theory book here, which I can't read because it's in the fucking dark. Um, but it is big, and let me see. There are Ray's reading by laptop light right now. <laughs> Five hundred and fifty pages, and there are a hundred cover-ups and conspiracy theories. And this book is um, not great. So I'm like halfway through and basically like what the guy does is he lays out all these conspiracy theories and then like he kind of like gives you his thought on the at the end Mm -hmm. and um, he's kind of level headed where he rates them in terms of like is this a reasonable conspiracy blah 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 and like for the most part he was like yeah I don't know what these people are talking about like this makes zero sense and then other ones he's like yeah I don't know I'm kind of one foot in the pool, and then some other ones he's, like, all the way in on, so. So, it, you know, he's all over the place. Yeah, I can't, I have to take breaks reading this book because I love conspiracy theories in terms of, like, reading up on them and stuff. I don't really, like, buy into a lot of them, but I love to, like, hear about them, and some of these in this book is, like, too intense. Like, the lizard people and stuff are very... well out there are they though well i don't know let's see let's dive into the next one oh i have i have a couple that i didn't put on here 
Do you want to jump in with one? Uh, no, we can we can do that because I was actually going to put this one in, but you put it in first. The Paul is dead. Okay, we'll, we'll go Paul's dead. So I mean, this is this this one's kind of like the Titanic. They hot swapped Paul McCartney. <laughs> <laughs> so basically, urban legend is Paul McCartney, the original, was in a died in a car accident in. This is one that I'm fully on board with. Nine, way into it. 1966, and um, was very soon replaced with a look-alike and um, either Paul or the look-alike is still living today um, there are a ton of thing obviously it's a he's a beetle so there's a ton of um, conjecture as to like what happened and you'll see they have like they turn every album cover into something that like it's pointing to Paul's dead. There are lyrics and strong in songs that are pointing to Paul. And that was dead. all mostly on, um, Oh, which album was that? The, uh, Abbey road or Sergeant pepper, Sergeant pepper. Yeah. Sergeant pepper is the one where they, they go like full in on, they talk about, uh, in the lyrics, there's like, you know, Paul's dead. And then in the end of uh, Strawberry, Strawberry Fields, Fields Forever, Forever, someone's heard saying, I buried Paul. Yeah. And, and he, then, was, he was trying to say, he, someone brought that up. And he's like, I was saying Raspberry Jam. <laughs> and they, um, it's the Abbey Road album cover that they're saying is like <laughs> depicting a funeral procession. And they're... Everyone's like in dark colors except for John Lennon. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's John in the front. Yeah, and um, Paul McCartney's barefoot, um, which is symbolizing um, that he's the corpse. And everyone, um, what is it? Ringo Starr dressed in black symbolizes the Undertaker. George Harrison in denim represents the Grave Digger. <laughs> Um, there's also some like background stuff that they say, like you can see other people in the background. I don't know if I buy it. Um, but it took them like three years to rebut the, um, claim that he died and everything. And I don't know. They just say that his voice is different and all of that stuff. I don't know. I mean, they were young when they started, so obviously his voice would change like a little bit. Yeah, exactly. John Lennon's changed. George Harrison changed. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I don't know. That one is definitely not out of the realm of possibility. I mean, it with it, a, how popular the Beatles were, they were like, we need to keep this fucking thing going. That's why it makes sense. It's one of those like, the business is too big. We can't stop it. So we'll do anything we can to keep going. Oh, yeah. hundred percent. And it also helps, too, that like all of their live recordings, too, like you couldn't hear them. So you just like hear mm -hmm. people cheering. So they're like, oh, yeah, like, you know, yeah, like, what's the difference? And J.P. Morgan knew about this, too. Of allegedly. course. He was a Beatles fan. <laughs> um, okay. We need to talk about this next one you just threw yeah, on the there. Yeah, the one that I just fired in there. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So, and this one is, this one's local to people seeing what they claim to be flying humanoids in and around Chicago. Uh, also known as the Mothman. Well, see that, and that's where it's, I don't know if it's, because, you know, the Mothman is obviously not Chicago based. Everyone <laughs> knows that. So could it be more Mothmen? Is it plural? I don't know. Is it? 
different flying humanoids, maybe, but uh, a lot of them have been seen in like Logan Square, if you know the Chicago area at all. But there's a couple different accounts. Uh, let me see if I can find it. There's a couple different accounts. Some of them are even like from police officers who've seen it. And if you look at, if you Google it, there's definitely like, um, <clears throat> I think there's uh, some video footage because this this is like fairly recent. Is the article yeah, 2018. That I'm going off of yeah. So, I mean, th- this was. Uh, I mean, obviously, you have to talk about the Mothman sightings in West Virginia if you're going to be talking about flying people. <laughs> You know, in the '60s. Yeah, I mean, did these have red eyes like the Mothman is supposed to? I don't know. The the drawing on this article is showing them uh, so as, as such, but we we can't be sure. And there, um, does this have anything to do with the resurgence of moth memes in the fall of 2018? Oh man. Moth memes are like some of the best memes out there. The moth that needs the lamp. Yes. I don't know. I think that might be a stretch, but um, I like to believe that they're connected. Well, um, so what do you what do you think on this one? Is there? So basically, it says that many people have seen. There's a lot. There's a lot of sightings, but are afraid to speak out about it because they don't want to seem like a crackpot or a crazy person. Yeah, that's the that's the. I mean, but if people are reporting it, then you know it's that kind of lends credibility to that because more than one person is claiming to have seen it. So, and it's all the same people, the same area around Chicago. That um, area is Logan Square, which is an up-and-coming neighborhood filled, being currently filled by a lot of hipsters who may or may not partake in the devil's lettuce, among other... The devil's lettuce doesn't make you see flying humanoids. Um, I can ha- tell you that as a fact. <laughs> Some strains have a... Um, what's it called? What's the psychedelic um, hint to it? Yeah, I don't think so. Well, I'm not saying that it's just the weed. I'm saying that they also, as you know, marijuana is a gateway drug to other drugs. And uh, perhaps perhaps there is a mushroom or two involved in these sightings. Well, that that could be thing. Okay. One of the, um, I can't find it on here, but I do remember one uh, specifically... One of the reported sightings was from a police officer on duty. Are you saying that all police officers do not partake in any illegal well, I'm, drugs? I'm hoping that they don't. Well, they're patrolling at the very least. I feel like that's not too much to ask. Have you ever heard of microdosing? Whoa. Uh, yeah. So oh, we talked about that. I think I said it in the last podcast. No, is, I said it in this one. Is it out of the realm of? Um, I said I referred to the micro conspiracy theories as micro doses of conspiracies. Correct. So, could a police officer micro dose say their breakfast coffee or morning coffee? No, but the, with a micro dose, it's not enough to it's it's not enough to produce like psychoactive effects. Now, That's the whole point behind it. Okay, microdosing is not a like exact science. You kind of take. A little piece of it. <laughs> that makes me think of that with a meme. You know, I'm something of a scientist myself. <laughs> exactly. So 
could someone be taking more than they plan to? Um, not saying someone wanted to basically be zonked out on mushrooms their entire um, eight-hour workday, but they could have accidentally taken too much and maybe saw what they thought was a Mothman flying around Logan Square. <laughs> Very well could be. Okay, so that sells it. We'll leave it up to you guys to decide yeah. if the Mothman is real or not. Well, the Chicago Mothman. You might like this. That's the next. Um, that's going to be the, the Gatorade League basketball team, the Summer League uh, NBA team for the Bulls. Instead of being the Chicago Bulls who play in Hoffman Estates, they're the Chicago Mothman. The Chicago Mothman. I like that. I think you're going to like this next one. It's very short and very sweet. Um Pope John Paul the um, first. Pope John Tesh the <laughs> second. Um, <laughs> he was elected to become pope in um, 1978, and he was one of those. If you were betting on who was going to be elected pope, he would have paid out like a thousand to one. Oh, great odds! Yeah, he. No one in. No one ever thought that he he was basically just like a low key priest in the Vatican. Like nobody really thought much of him. Like what was his kid? What what did he run on? Make the Vatican great again? I don't think I don't think. Do he have hats? I don't think they run for office of the Pope. Um, I but I don't know but if works. he did, maybe he did. All of my Pope knowledge comes from Euro trips. So <laughs> I'm the Pope. <laughs> okay, so. He was a choice out of left field. Everyone, including himself, was shocked. And 33 days after his election to Pope, um, he was found dead. They, there were um, very unique circumstances to his death. He was 61 or 66. He, he was a younger guy. And in terms of, like, medicine in 1978, like, he should be living well past 66, so we'll call it that. Um, but basically, he was elected, and he started to... One of the first things he wanted to do was clean up the bank, the Vatican Bank, um, which, if you're not familiar, there's a conspiracy theory about the Vatican Bank that, as you know, Italy was one of the Axis powers in World War II. So they were very chummy-chummy with the Nazis. And the Nazis, obviously from <coughs> taking over and invading all these different countries, ended up with a ton of gold and valuables and everything that they could not fence themselves yeah so they yeah so all that shit is being held for the nazis by so by the bank of the vatican it's said that it was all funneled to the vatican including some of the nazis who escaped to south america blah 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 their money was fed to the vatican washed and sent back out um but the issue they started to have was the getting it to america and submarines the gold and valuables were a lot harder to fence, if you will, than cash. Obviously. So they were working with 
Italians in the mafia, which I'm told does not exist. The mafia? Uh, yes. Well, no. What? Yeah. The mafia is a myth, I've been told. Um, so they By were wor- who? Your family <laughs> members that are in the mafia? So they were working with them um, to figure out a way to continue the washing of money. And Pope John Paul I had wanted to stop that. Um, so there's a big net of who can be involved in this there's a lot, lot of, of there's a lot of hitters yeah a lot of people involved in this batting lineup um but he was also like princess diana embalmed like almost immediately mm-hmm. after no which no real autopsy was performed well which is not uncommon because um popes are not they do not perform an autopsy on a pope um it's only been done one other time and it was in like the late 1800s um so there is precedent for it to happen and with him being so young and dying in like a mysterious circumstance Mm -hmm. um you would expect for him to um have been autopsied but they embalmed him right away so that was out of the question yep oh did you know that this is completely unrelated but to become a saint they have to exhume your body and if you're a saint your body will not have decomposed no i did not know that yeah so basically to be inducted into sainthood they have to um exhume the body and the body will have show no signs of decomposition um that just seems weird yeah that's a little that's a little out there yeah but um so i think they there was a storyline i haven't seen it i've only watched it once the godfather part three um there was a storyline that um they it's kind of like weaved in a little bit but whatever don't don't even bother watching that one that one's really not good um then there's also a book about it that the CIA killed Pope John Paul the 1st yeah that's what i was that's what i was going to say there's, there's also other theories that the CIA had had killed John Paul the 1st yeah they hired a KGB killer to yeah. kill Pope Pope John Paul the 1st mhm um, what do we got next? Ooh, we got a good one. Yeah. Uh, let's, let me, let's pause before this one real quick. I go to the bathroom. Real quick. Yeah. We need to keep... And we're back. Okay. Do you want to talk about the next one? So, yeah, I think we just jump right into this one. Cause this was the first thing that came to mind when you when thought you, of conspiracy. You, yeah. Cause it's, I love this one. This one's so great. And it's this, this one is more or less confirmed true. <laughs> Allegedly. Well, so this is the conspiracy theories about the Denver airport. Um, do you want to so take the lead? A, there's a lot. Uh, there's a lot of stuff going on at the Denver airport. I mean, what do you like? Where do we? Where do you even start? Like, so the first thing that I have always heard in the Denver airport is that. They built, so the old Denver airport, the one it's replacing, um, had five runways. Yes. They built this new airport that only had four runways. So, like, when you build a new airport, you assume that, like... They're going to have more, yeah. Equal to, at least... No, 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 it's Stapleton had six. Denver has five now. Okay. Um, So, basically, they had one less, which is 
just odd. Like usually when you're building something, you're planning for the future. You just assume that like, hey, you know, like this airport's probably going, we're building a new one because it's too busy and the old one can't handle it. So like, why don't we add an additional runway? And so they did the opposite and took one runway away. Um, But the runways, if you look at an aerial view of the Denver airport, looks very similar to a swastika. Yes. Which is not how airports have to be built. Like you don't need all of these runways yeah, going no. in like complete... I mean they like they have so much room for not that much airport. Like the actual ground area of Denver is Massive. Yeah. So, what people don't know if you've ever flown into the new Denver airport, which was built in like 2002 or something, um, it's like 40 minutes outside of the city. It was finished in 1995. Okay. Um, it's 40 minutes out, like a good 40 minutes of no traffic mm-hmm. outside of the city. Like you take an Uber uh, there. Yeah, about, about. Uh, well, now it's. <laughs> It's nice because there's a train that runs directly from the airport to downtown Denver, and it's like 20 minutes. And it's- yeah, but if you take it by car, it's 40 minutes, and that's a, a long ways away. Yeah, it's it's way in the middle of nowhere, out of the way from like and Den- you the Denver metro area. You drive past just like barren land. Like it's not like they couldn't have done it closer. Like yeah, it's, it's not all like- just like wide open. N- not a lot going on until you get downtown. So Pittsburgh's airport is also like 30 or 40 minutes outside of the city. But when you're driving from the airport to the city, you're surrounded by hills and mountains and everything. Like there's no other plate. You actually have to go through a mountain to get to Pittsburgh. Yeah. So it's Um, like, okay, this makes sense. Yeah. It's this far away because they didn't have room in Chicago. It's far away from the city center because they didn't have room. There's all of these residential houses, blah, blah, blah. In Denver, there's nothing in between the Denver airport and downtown Denver. Mm -hmm. So, little bizarre. Why were they building so far away? Maybe it was cheaper. Who knows? Why did they design the runways to look like swastikas? Who was looking at the plans of this and is like, oh, yeah, I don't know. looks good to me. Um, no one's saying that, like, Nazis built the Denver airport or anything. No. They're just saying that the design of the airport shows something more sinister beneath the ground. Yes. So that's, yeah, that that's, I think, like, the main conspiracy theory probably surrounding the Denver airport is the massive underground facilities that allegedly exist. Correct. And I was telling Ray before we started, I was like, yeah, my one friend works for the government, has security clearance, and I ask him about it all the time. He's like, dude, you know I can't talk about this. I'm like, so you're not denying it. It's pretty easy when someone says something outlandish, you're like, that's not true. And when someone's like, I don't know, I you're can't. You're like, really. I can't, I can't, you know, I can't talk about this. It's yeah. like, oh, it exists. I know it exists now. <laughs> Basically confirming it. <clears throat> Basically. Uh, yeah, I mean, there, there's. Denver is, I mean, just just obviously going off of the um, the proposed building plan for the replacement airport, which is now currently Denver International Airport, was $1.7 billion. Was, what was the final? The final was 4.8, and that was in 1995 when it was completed. So, so it was like three times. Massively over budget, and that if you... 
do the uh, you know the inflation rate. Four point eight million dollars in nineteen ninety five is almost uh, eight billion dollars. Regardless of how much it is in today's dollars, they went three times over budget, which when you go twice over budget on a project, it's like eye-opening. Going three times is unbelievable. Yeah, exactly. So what led to that? Basically, they're saying that there are... They're not saying that it's true (laughs) that under the airport is a huge 470,000 square feet bunker that they actually offer tours of now. In 2016, they started touring the underground bunkers. Why do you dump all of this money into these underground bunkers with no plan for it? Yeah, what are they using them for? What did they use them for, or what do they plan on using them for? Well, I mean, obviously they're using them to reverse engineer alien technology. As uh, every good government agent would do. Everyone knows that. Ask Bob Lazar. He'll tell you all about it. <laughs> Can we talk about the bizarre art that is decorated inside, outside, and part yes. of the Denver airport? And, well, and also... People speculate that FEMA would use those bunkers as a concentration camp when the government decides to start killing its citizens. Which is like the most reasonable explanation of why you need a bunker. Duh. Um, So if you've ever seen a picture of the Denver airport, it has all of these like, it doesn't have a roof. It doesn't have a roof. It's lit. It's like, it it looks like a tent. Yes. Or multiple tents. It's got like, you know, 75 fucking points or whatever, but... It, it is like actual tent material. It's yeah. not a legitimate roof. Which you have to imagine that, I don't know if that was the final plan and they were just running out of money and they're like, okay, I don't care what it looks like. What's the cheapest way we can finish the roof right now? Yeah, right? Were they scrambling to, for, for money or they were scrambling to get it done? They're like, dude, we're already way over budget. Exactly. Put a fucking circus tent on the top. I don't give a yeah. shit. Where's Ringling Brothers tent guy? Because we need him. We need everything they have. Yeah, but I mean the like, but then even on on top of that, like the inside, some of the art inside is fucking nuts. There's one that is like a dude in like olive green with a sword, like and it looks like and uh, uh like a, some sort of assault rifle, and then it's like what? Why is that the choice of art? It okay, so he's standing there with a sword and like beneath the sword and like as if like he was yeah, swiping like the swiping the sword at like kids. Kids and then there's uh, are you looking at yeah. it? Do you have a picture of it? And then uh, on the like uh on the left side, like what is are those ghosts? Like those monochromatic people? What is that? They What's look, going on there? They look like Are those the people that he's killed already? They look like religious figures. Like it looks like, <laughs> and and across the top, there's a rainbow. Yeah, it looks like, it looks like Mary Magdalene holding a baby. Yeah, it's pretty odd. It's bizarre. Speaking of bizarre, that thirty-two foot horse that greets you as you pull up to the Denver airport. Yeah, so that's an outside. It's this is outside it's a statue. the airport. It's a yeah, it's a thirty-two foot statue. Um, it's a gigantic blue horse with glowing red eyes, especially at night. That thing is creepy as shit. Yes. And the original artist who I 
don't know his name off the top of my head, was killed by the statue. It fell on him. It fell on him. And <laughs> then his son finished it, and then it got put where it was going to end up. But, yeah, that thing killed someone, and now it's on display at the Denver airport. Which, really, they're like, yeah, okay, sure, why not? We already have this like weird dictator guy slashing assorted kids. Speaking what's, of what's with a horse that killed someone with glowing red eyes? Speaking of dicks, the horse is anatomically correct with yeah. a giant nutsack. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's got a nutsack of a thirty-two foot tall horse. Yes. <laughs> um, then what's this other mural? Peace and harmony with nature and the children of world dream of peace. The fuck. Okay, so this one, it looks like, also features that creepy guy, but now he's dead. With a gas mask. And he's laying he's laying in front of everyone, and there, there's a... Some, it's very diverse. There's someone swinging a hammer at him. I mean, it looks like they're basically saying that, like, okay, the soldier's dead, so, like, there's peace now, except the soldier is, like, clutching his assault rifle. He is wearing a gas mask and a helmet like he has like shoulders that look like they have like military stars on them like a general or something it's very bizarre i and like they're just posted up in like if you go through security that's where they are like they're on like the long hallways there yeah um it's just fucking weird and not to mention, which we've been alleging throughout this entire podcast, the, you know, the, <clears throat> like the Illuminati and the Freemasons all run the world. The New World Order. Yeah. Not to be confused with NWO, NWO of Wrestling. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, the dedication marker contains a Freemason crest. Which I always think it's weird that, like, the Freemason crest shows up in so many things like the like the artist who designed it doesn't he's not a freemason or anything like it just mysteriously appears in there it's not just the denver airport like there's a ton of weird things oh but yeah. it just shows up everywhere and if nicholas cage has taught me anything the freemasons exist Mm-hmm. I, I mean yeah they, they them and the illuminati control everything do you want to get into your last long one, which I think you can wrap up pretty closely? It's not really a conspiracy theory. It's just a fact. Uh, oh, yeah. I mean, this that that just builds on the stuff. Uh, like, I, I mean, I could do an entire podcast on all the fucking weird shit the CIA's gotten into. Uh, I was, yeah, I just typed it in here. Not really a conspiracy theory, but the CIA killed Frank Olson after they were done with him in Project MK Ultra, which was... The CIA bought a bunch of LSD, dosed CIA agents. A lot of them didn't make it. And Frank Olson was like one of the head researchers. And he, same thing, his death was alleged a uh, suicide. He jumped off a building. Or was he thrown off a building? Well, it's one of those like they were, they were testing CIA agents and it's all documented. And then the effects it was having on the agents they're like oh my god like we're putting all this money into training all these people blah 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 um why don't we test it on like other people instead yeah i mean and that's how the counterculture in san francisco was basically started by the cia because they were grabbing like 
you know, drifters and hookers and like random people who were like, oh yeah, I'll, I'll come do drugs for you guys. Sure. <laughs> um, I mean, like, like prominent people in that era, like Ken Kesey and people like that who went on to like pioneer the counterculture movement out of San Francisco. So can thank the CIA for that. <laughs> but um, yeah, the CIA definitely killed Frank Olson. Um, I mean, the CIA, like, manual about how to kill someone and cover it up is literally word for word what happened to Frank Olson. I mean, it's one of the... If you were going to kill someone, um, having someone jump off a building is pretty easy. Like, as long as no one catches you throwing him off, you're okay. Hashtag Roger Pedactor. Oh, God. Um, yeah, I mean, that, that's that's not really a conspiracy theory at all, because that's all based in fact. Yeah, I mean, that, aside from um, Frank Olson's death, everything else has been documented. Yeah, and I mean, come on, uh, an agency that's super okay with just, like, dosing people with drugs? Well, it's not that they were, do- like, they were dosing their own people, and they're like, they oh my god. They, like, weren't, we- they weren't telling them. Yeah. They would have these, like, parties, and then they would just, like, make a pitcher of some sort of drink... And just fucking load that shit up with LSD and be like, have a wild time, boys. Well, they had the And foresight. then they would have people there, like, watching how everything unfolded. Yeah. Like, that's insane. And, like, they knew then. They're like, okay, like, we're ruining these people, <laughs> so how do we get other people? And they're like, oh, we'll just hire yeah. people off the street. Yeah, transients, people who uh, no one's going to miss. Yeah. Yikes. All right, let's get into some micro conspiracy theories real quick to wrap it up. Um, this one, I don't know if a lot of people know about this. Like, it's there's not a lot of proof because there's not a lot of proof of like. Actually, there's disgusting proof of the actual crime that happened, but of this conspiracy <laughs> theory part, there's not a lot of proof to it. Um, there's just some like loosely based things. But so Roman Polanski in his rape of like that 13 year old girl that is the well-documented crime it's like yeah. disgusting the detail that goes into that like what he did mm-hmm. um and he said that after he dropped her off at home he went to his friend robert de niro's house and they hung out there blah 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 uh the conspiracy theory goes that robert de niro was actually present while the crime was happening and like no one's saying that he was partaking in it um they're also saying he like it's not they're not saying he wasn't partaking in it but that he was on the premises while it was happening and either he caught them or he was involved and realized like the severity of the issue or whatever Mm -hmm. and basically got Roman Polanski to say that Robert De Niro wasn't there. They went to his house after. And this is all alleged, like I said. Um, And basically because of all of this, Robert De Niro helped get Roman Polanski out of the country um, and has been funding his legal defense as well as his regular life. Um, Is he in Poland? He's not in Poland. Um, I don't remember where he's living, but it's the non-extradition. I think it's Poland, the non-extradition of a citizen or something, Uh, whatever. Um, But Robert De Niro has been footing his bill. That's the conspiracy theory behind it. Allegedly. Yeah, allegedly, obviously. Um, 
this one's not really a conspiracy. These next theory. ones, these next ones will lighten the mood a lot because some of that one was pretty dark. Yeah, that's um, dark. But Can't end on that. so Apple AirPod memes, memes. Yeah, let's get back to the meme life. Apple AirPod memes um, was they were designed by Apple in like a guerrilla marketing campaign to basically make AirPods popular among all cultures and mm-hmm. obviously all cultures like memes so if you can get the airpods in a positive light in memes you can sell airpods to everybody it's true at 150 dollars a pop too which is insane which i don't have them um i don't have an iphone but everybody swears by them which makes me think that they're not that good yeah i don't know <laughs> yeah so on to the next one um the db cooper conspiracy theory i mean db cooper escaped with the money made a used, new life used the money to create a website maybe. yes he ran was running low on cash so he created a website and that website is imdb.com mm-hmm and you know it as the Internet Movie Database. Otherwise known as IMDB. Exactly. There was also another conspiracy theory that I heard that I that D.B. Cooper didn't exist at all, that it was the um, flight crew that ran the whole operation, <laughs> but it got too big too fast, and they were like, well, shit, how do we get away with the money now? Yeah. And basically just like dumped it. Throw a parachute out the back of the plane. Well, because nobody saw D.B. Cooper except for the flight crew. Yeah. Um, and so, like, the police didn't know what he looked... Nobody knew what he looked like except for the people in the plane. And they're saying that they were the ones who orchestrated it all, but just could not escape with the money, so they just dumped it out. And... If you put a mustache on the police sketch of D.B. Cooper, he looks like my uncle. Which uncle? G. Oh, I'll have to do a side-by-side. Okay, this one is, like, basically a fact. Um, oh that, yeah, yeah, no. This one, this one's a hundred percent true. So thro- everyone knows that. Throwback Thursday was initially created by. Social media companies and other AI companies to predict um, and improve age progression software. Um, And the 10 year challenge, most recently, is also. Was created by the government. (laughs) It's not the government, it's created by these companies that do it that are funded by the government or that can sell it to the government. So it's created with basically just um, improving the age progression as well as Snapchat has normalized facial recognition among the younger demographic. So as it gets older, it will not be a shock to them. They're just kind of roll with the punches type of thing. Like we've already been doing it with all of our Instagram and Snapchat filters. So um, this last one is kind of my favorite. Um, So if you take the movie Paul Blart Mall Cop 2 and sync it up at the same time with Dark Side of the Moon, as many people do with The Wizard of Oz, it is too close to being perfect to decide that it wasn't intentional. Hmm. Does I've that make d- sense? Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, that, that makes sense. There are some very good YouTube videos on this of it paired side by side, and it is <clears throat> definitely worth a spin as, if you have the time. As is with... All good conspiracy theories that there's YouTube evidence. (laughs) Um, So if you have the time, Dark Side of the Moon, Paul Bart Mall Cop 2, which is when he's in Las Vegas. So 
that's great too um big vegas guy side by side it is too perfect to deny you cannot deny that one that's also like pretty much fact yes and that's it so that's it um that's been the truth cast yeah hope you hope we hope we opened your eyes to some very good conspiracy theories let us know your thoughts text me pj email us ihibw69 gmail.com um you can hit us up on instagram ihibw on instagram tag us in your stories or whatever about how we're uh, just an eye-opening podcast send us memes you know not a big deal oh yeah send us memes yeah. We love memes. I'll send you memes back. Yeah, we will. We will send you plenty of memes. All you have to do is send us one meme, and we will yeah. send you memes Game constantly. On. So, um, shout out to the meme team. Meme team. All right. Well, out. Check you later. Check you later.